Hey, welcome in everybody. This is the Southlot Football Guys podcast. With you as always, it's Robbie, Adam, and Evan bringing you the NFL gambling slate for the week. We are here recording this on Tuesday night, uh, getting ready for the week ahead. Uh, guys, how we doing? Coming off a kind of a, a little bit of a rough week one. Yeah, a little bit. I, I don't know. It was. Uh, it started off some hits. It started very promising. That's for sure. I think we're all like very good on that noon slate of games. I feel like we're always good on the noon slate of games compared to like afternoon. Um, and then it uh, afternoon uh, made us a little sad. So you know, ups and downs. Uh, that's kind of what you expect, right? Though you know, if you have a good week one. You never like to see Dak get hurt. Too. No, oh, you don't no. like seeing that. He's one of the good guys in the league. Sad Dak. Sad Kyler, sad Aaron Rodgers. It was there's some there's some things to like. There's some things not to like. Uh, we'll we'll just jump right in. We'll happy bears though. Happy bears. Very happy yeah, bears. yeah, uh, for sure. Uh, thankfully, that I mean, it's pretty crazy when like one of the few things that salvaged the gambling weekend was like the Bears covering a line because <laughs> that never happens. Um, but uh, we'll we'll get right into it, guys. Quick recap. Um, We'll start with our podcast uh, parlay, and uh, yeah, so not great, obviously. Uh, started it off, we had uh, the Packers minus one and a half. So I missed. Uh, then we had the Cardinals plus six. So I missed. And we had the Saints minus five and a half. So I missed. Just the Saints wanted to win. That one was close. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At least the Saints wanted to win. Uh, the other two uh, weren't close. They never felt like being close. And, no, not at all. Uh, pretty much at halftime, we knew that we were just screwed. Yeah. So We were recorded early last week. We were recording early this week. Unfortunately, both the Packers and the Cardinals were the two teams with by far the most people out um, that were questionable going in. So Not that that's an excuse. Those games weren't even close. Uh, but It's tough early on the week. Yeah, I mean... We're going off of limited information. I deflect blame at any opportunity. So, oh, of course, got to. <laughs> Always never my fault. <laughs> never. I didn't do anything. Wrong. Um, we'll, we'll dabble into the lead pipe locks here, guys. Um, Robbie, you had Cardinals plus six. So I, I missed. Just never, never really got off the ground. No, there. It, it it didn't even seem like anybody on that Cardinals team was like excited to play the game. They're, they're just like, okay, I'm here. Yeah, I'm on the field. Cliff Berry Crunch doesn't have to. Have some, uh, I thought the home field, like they would have, like there would be some energy, and it was uh, like the first drive. It seemed like Chiefs just drove down. Like there was very little resistance, and from that point on, like the tone was set, and it was like they they didn't have a chance. It's hard to believe they were ten and zero to start last year. Yeah, that yeah, is crazy. It's all downhill since. Then. Yeah, yeah. Um, Adam Packers minus one and a half. Another tough oh, one. Oh, I missed. Yeah, just just bad. Def- I mean, they had some missed opportunities on offense, but what really disappointed me was their defense, which I thought was going to be one of the better units in the league. They they got eight up, and uh, yeah, bad bad pick, bad performance. Justin Jefferson um, just absolutely dominated them. Like I, that was uh, I was thinking Jair would be a little uh, at least be a hindrance to him. I thought there'd he, be he somebody somebody within like 10 yards of him at I, least I, at all I times. I saw a stat that said that um, 60% of uh, his Justin Jefferson's targets were 
um, when the pack were playing zone and he had like a linebacker on him. Yeah, you know, linebacker or safety. So uh, yeah, they they took advantage of it. I mean that's that's the same uh, kind of. Uh, offensive ideas that like Sean McVay's used with uh, Cooper Cup, you know, um, you know, we might be seeing a lot of that, you know, moving him around the formation and trying to get mismatches. Yeah, a lot of good press for Kevin O'Connell this week after that performance, and I might I might have been wrong on him. Too early to tell. But... Too early, yeah. Well, we'll see. Vikings now uh, overreaction. Uh, Vikings are the class of the NFC North. Well, we'll see. Bears, Bears. I know. Clearly. Uh, Rounding it out, uh, we do have one positive note. Uh, I had Bucks minus one and a half, and uh, yeah, I mean Dak got hurt, but I I don't know no, that it mattered. No, it, they they looked bad. Game was over with Dak in there. Yeah, um, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure if that was the Bucks defense or if the uh, Cowboys offense was just that bad. But uh, it's not like the Dallas D played that bad they i i mean tom brady didn't look great uh they were getting decent pressure on him uh but yeah i mean they couldn't get the round uh dallas couldn't get the running game going and then uh yeah they just had no impact through the air dak looked bad before he hurt his hand and then you know once he hurt his hand the game was really over that game, that game could have been a lot worse too bucks settled for what five field goals in the yeah. first half. yeah it could have been it could have been way worse yeah it's kind of a snoozer of a uh, sunday night game but uh so one one for two on the locks, zero for three on the podcast parlay. Uh, I guess we'll. Chris Collinsworth was one for two in his voice. Yeah, he <laughs> does he have COVID? What the hell was that? He that was, that was he took up smoking after the Thursday night. <laughs> what the hell was that? I took no, down I two packs of American Spirits. I was working with Mike Tirico. I'd, I'd I'd pull some shit like that too. Oh God, there's not. Like any chemistry between the two of them, and it's. I hope it grows, but it's a frustrating broadcast to start. So I thought L. Michaels like retired. No, he's just doing, he's Amazon. doing Amazon. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what NBC is thinking there. Yeah, it was a botch job for sure. Um, speaking of primetime games, uh, our consensus eliminator. This one might have been my fault. Um, we had the Broncos and uh, Nathaniel Hackett uh, hack job. Kicking that 64-yard field goal at the end of the game instead of uh, trying to get a little closer. And, uh, yeah, they wound up uh, getting upset by uh, the Geno, the Geno Seahawks. He played so. a hell of a game. He did, he did. Um, but, uh, yeah, no disrespect to Geno, but... Rashad what, Penny what looked great. Like, what were the Broncos doing at the end of that game? Yeah, it was, two fumbles it at was the like two-minute warning, and they're just, like, casually going up to the line of scrimmage, taking their time in the huddle. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, I don't know. That was a, that was a frustrating one, but uh, at any rate, we look to bounce back here with our week two slate. And uh, I guess, guys, without any further ado, we'll we'll get right into it. Um, starting it off, got a hell of a game here. I think this is the Amazon premiere, right? Um, so it'll be Herb Street and Al Michaels on the call for. Yeah, like it is. I mean, it should be a great duo. Um, We've got Chargers on the road taking on the Chiefs. Big AFC West matchup early on. Chiefs are three-and-a-half-point favorites at home off a strong performance against the Cardinals. Chargers also looked good against the Raiders last week uh, when they covered. Uh, guys, I mean, this is this is a marquee game, uh, one of the better games of the week. Uh, Robbie, I'll start it off with you. What are your thoughts? 
Yeah, this is this is gonna be a very good game. You know, I've I've got to say the Chiefs kind of surprised me. Um, looking at their roster and how, especially on the offensive side, you know, I was kind of wondering uh, wh- who who's gonna come up, who's gonna show up. Um, you know, especially with you you got that running back room which hasn't impressed anybody in the last couple of years, but you know they came out really strong and I I was impressed by them. Um, needless to say you know I was also very impressed with the Chargers defense this past weekend you know um, they made some great additions in the offseason and you know it's it's shown up and um, you know Chargers they're they got a little uh, little knock on them with missing Keenan Allen with the pulled hammy Um, should just miss this game but um, that's definitely going to hurt them but I think this is going to be a close one I think this is a great game for people to watch and um, you know, 54 and a half, you know, they're, you know, that implies that this is going to be a shootout, but I don't think it really is going to be the shootout. The play I really like in this game is that score to be going under. Um, I mean, we looked at last week and uh, there were quite a few unders last week. There, um, what was it? Uh, quick count one. 10. 10 of them. 10 out of, 10 out of 16. 10 out of 16. Yeah. I, I mean, it. I think it's a pretty typical trend that, especially early on in the season, people just love betting on overs um, that, you know, not a lot of people touch the unders. But so, um, you know, I am going to lean on the under a little bit in these upcoming weeks. Um, And, you know, I I like the under here. Uh, Thursday night games, you know, typically, you know, that does favor defense less time for the offense to prepare it too. So um, I'm expecting a good defensive batter. Yeah, I uh, I'm gonna go with you. I'm not necessarily on the money line uh, train, but I do expect this to be a close game. Uh, these two teams have played e- uh, each other very close, really since Mahomes uh, came into uh, the league. So uh, they've had great battles going back for four or five years now. And uh, yeah, I don't expect this to be any different. Uh, it is gonna be tough for the Chargers, um, and I, that's kind of why I like the under because you gotta think. Keaton Allen's probably around 90 yards a game uh, for a team that averages, you know, roughly 400 to 450 yards total offense. So they're losing about a fifth or, uh, yeah, about a fifth of their offense uh, that they're going to have to work to replace. So, I mean, that's going to be added workload on guys like, uh, you know, Big Mike Williams or imagine Gerald Everett's probably got to take a bigger role. Uh I imagine what Guyton's probably going to be the number Palmer, two now. He's in there. Palmer, yeah, and then uh, you know they they were doing a pretty good job last week of rotating the running backs in. Uh, Kelly getting a lot of looks um, along with uh, Eckler as well. So uh, you know they've they've got plenty of talent on the offensive side of the ball, and um, I think if they can protect Herbert, they should be fine. But you know the Chiefs, this does has me a little bit worried. I don't know that. Um, I would be betting this strongly in favor of the Chargers just because the Chiefs came out and they looked so good uh, on the road last week against the Cardinals. So I, I think uh, I'll lean Chargers here getting the three and a half points, but I, I think the the number I like better, as Robbie alluded to, was uh, the under there. Uh, Adam, what do you think? Yeah, I, I do like the under. Um, I think it's a good play this week. Robbie mentioned a lot, a lot of good points Thursday night, uh, short week, but I I think both teams have an improved defense. Um, the Chiefs, 
I know they put up a ton of points last week, and they they will have a good offense this year, probably top five. But a, a lot of that had to do with how bad the, the Cardinals defense played in that game. Um, but Chardinal, Chargers D looked good. Uh, Khalil Mack had a, uh, another career game in his first start with another team. Uh, three sacks, forced fumble. Um, I think the defense has come to play here, and for this to be the highest number of the week, uh, I'll, th- I'll be on that under with you, Robbie. Uh, as far as the game goes, I like the Chiefs covering a three and a half. Um, not not super confident division game, um, getting more than a field goal or giving up more than field goals tough, but they are the home team. I think they're going to have some juice. Um, an arrowhead on a primetime game, that place is always rocking, and I just think with Keenan Allen out, um, Mike Williams, he had a rough week one. He'll bounce back. But I, I just think the weapons uh, favor the Chiefs, and they just have a multiple, multitude of ways to, to tear up the uh, tear up the defense. And uh, Chargers, they can definitely keep this one close. I, I expect this one to be within a touchdown, but I'm just going to lean Chiefs because um, the implied total here says that the Chiefs are what – half a point better than the Chargers. I think they're a little bit better than that, so that's why I'm going with the Chiefs. That's All right. a fair point. Uh, should be good. Make sure you uh, give Jeff Bezos uh, your monthly $11 or whatever the hell it is so you can watch this game. Uh, he needs it so bad. He does. You know, I, I think his uh, new uh, rocket ship had a failure to launch recently, so you know, <laughs> he needs the money. So you know, It's going for a good cause. Yeah, put uh, let's keep putting rich people in space, guys. Uh, all right, next game up. Uh, this is a fun one. Uh, we got the the football team, the Washington football team, uh, taking on the Detroit Lions. Uh, Lions are two and a half point favorites at home after a, a tough loss uh, where they battled back against the Eagles. Meanwhile, the team coming off a win at home against the Jaguars uh, that was maybe a little bit more trouble than uh, they would have thought, but. Uh, at any rate here, yeah, Lions, two-and-a-half-point favorites. Over-under in this one is set at 49. And, uh, Robbie, we're going to start with you. Yeah, I really like the Lions this week. Um, you know, I'm both these teams actually are two teams that I, I think have been underrated going into the season. And, you know, I, I think this is one where the Lions get one back here. You know, they, they started off strong against the Eagles, and then Eagles, oh, honestly, the Eagles looked – just as good as all that their hype has been to me, uh, you know, all their pieces they've had in the offseason. I think they're going to be one of, if not the NFC team to beat this year. Uh, I, I'm liking how they're looking. Um, but the Lions, they're, they're able to get it together and able to cl- claw back a little bit. Um, and this football team, uh, you know, they had a hard-fought win this past week at home. But um, I, th- I think they that – this time around, uh, Lions are going to try to get their first win here. Um, you know, it's it's going to probably be a close one, but I let love the home team in this one. I, I'm going to lock it up. I'm not lying on this one either. But it's a lock. No. Yeah, I'm with you here, Robbie. I'm, I'm going to take the Lions minus two and a half. Probably not going to bet this one. Uh, just because I, I think this year the the team might be uh, the one the one team that I I try to stay away from at all costs. I, I just see a lot of volatility with that team. Carson Wentz, he had what four touchdowns over three hundred fifty yards, uh, two interceptions. He's he's probably going to be 
the Jackal and Hyde quarterback that he's been his entire career. Um, never know when he's going to go off or have a dud. Um, I just I just trust the Lions' run game in this uh, in this matchup to keep the just dictate the pace of the game. Um, I think this one could be a little bit more higher scoring than uh, than people think, but give me the home team here. Same same uh, same reason as last game at the implied total. I think the Lions are a better team than the team, so uh, give me the home team. A little bit more juice from Dan Campbell gets it done. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm gonna disagree with you guys here. Uh, I like the team in this one. I just. Uh, I don't know that this Lions defense has shown enough that they should be, um, you know, given points uh, to another respectable team, even if they're at home here. Um, you know, they they got absolutely torched last week, and I mean, this is a team with. Uh, their head coach, you know, preaching grit and, and uh, determination kind of above all else and, and pride and, I don't know, giving up, uh, what was it, 38 points at home, that, that doesn't scream uh, a lot of pride in your work to me. Uh, they got worked over, and uh, I think I saw a lot of good things out of the, uh, the team offense last week. Uh, Carson Wentz looked very mobile. Uh, there was a lot of creative stuff going on in the passing game. Um, you know they were they weren't this kind of one trick pony. They were spreading the ball around. Curtis Samuel had a very good game. Uh, looks like he could be kind of a nice number two option to uh, scary Terry on the outside. So kind of a more balanced passing attack. Um, and uh, the team's defense looked pretty good uh, last week, albeit against the Jags. So uh, kind of tough to read how how much we should kind of take into that. But uh, they bottled up uh, Etn in the running game uh, pretty early on. And uh, we'll see, uh, you know, I think they could, uh, I think they'll fare better than the Eagles Rush D did against uh, Swift last week. Um, I, I don't know, I like the team here getting two and a half points. You know, if the Lions, it's always a close game. So I like just getting points here. Uh, it should be close, but uh, Adam mentioned this as well. I, I really like the over here. I just think both these teams can get to 24 points easy. Um and being at 49, I love getting this under 50. Uh, I, I kind of expect this to kind of land somewhere in the 27-24 range uh, of a final. Maybe one of these teams can get to 32 uh, as well. So, uh, yeah, I really like the over-under here. I think that's a, a solid play. But uh, I'll, I'll take the team getting the two and a half points. Yeah, you convinced me on the over, too. Uh, you know, Jahan J- Doxson, too, uh, you know, he's shown some – Flashes right away, you know. Yeah. What two touchdowns? That could be down? better than people expect to go yeah. on, and the defense could be worse. They so. got they got a good pass catching running backs. Uh, Gibson. Gibson, if he holds onto the ball, uh, is a good runner. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I kind of liked what I saw out of the team last week. They gave a little bit. Uh, they gave a little bit back um, in at the end of that game, and, and kind of let the Jags back in it, but. Uh, that being said, uh, so did the Eagles against this uh, Lions team, and it still wasn't enough. So uh, we'll see. I'm just I'm not impressed with that Lions defense at all. So yeah, the, like going along with what Adam said before about Jekyll and Hyde with Carson Wentz, like this feels like uh, well should be a shoe in that he'd get similar results against this Lions defense, but something tells me this might be yeah he might. Maybe implode a little bit this week. I don't know. It, it just seems kind of sketchy, the Carson Wentz. 
than the this one, one. The one thing I noticed watching uh, team versus the Jags is the team O line is pretty bad, um, and I, I'm not sure the Lions have the pass rush to exploit that as much as some other teams will. Uh, maybe Aiden Hutcherson comes up with a big game, but yeah, maybe I don't. I'm not. <laughs> I wouldn't count on that. We will see. This should be an interesting game, though, because, uh, again, kind of similar. Last week. I think these teams are relatively close in talent levels, uh, but I, I do think there's going to be a lot of points on the board, so hopefully it's entertaining. Uh, next game up, uh, we've got the New England Patriots heading into Pittsburgh to take on the Steelers, and in 2013, this game would have been uh, a big deal, but uh, we've got Mac Jones and... Well, probably Mac Jones uh, and Mitch Trubisky, quarterback for the Steelers, so a little bit different than maybe a decade ago. But the Steelers are uh, one-and-a-half-point underdogs at home in this one with the over-under set at 40-and-a-half. And, um, yeah, guys, I, this, one's, uh, this one's interesting. I like the Steelers here. Uh, obviously, they're dealing with some big injuries, uh, most notably T.J. Watt's going to be out. I think it's looking like six to eight weeks, doesn't need surgery on the peck, but... Uh, you know, is going to be out for a bit of time here. And then uh, it doesn't look like Najee Harris is going to be good to go. Um, again, we're doing this pretty early in the week, so maybe something happens where he starts practicing. But it looked like high ankle sprain. He was going to miss a couple weeks. Um, he, he said that he, Najee said on some radio show today that he, he'll play on Sunday. So interesting. Take, that, okay. take that with a grain of salt. Yeah, I think the news came out a little bit more positive okay. today. So I, he might be, I think there's a chance he plays. Okay, well, that, that would help. Um, but, you know, assuming even if this is a round of pick I just like the Steelers here at home. Um, kind of what I pitched last week, even though I, I took the pats uh, on here. Um, you know, Mac Jones, uh, going back to midseason last year, uh, has not looked great. Um, and kind of the, the pats offense as a whole just hasn't looked great. And Miami kind of tore him up a little bit last week at times. Uh, got a couple big plays on him. And uh, I don't think the Steelers have quite the big play uh, potential, but uh, I do think that they can keep this game close. And, uh, you know, I do think they have enough weapons on the outside to just kind of have kind of a ba- balanced passing attack. And if Najee Harris can go, um, you know, that'll, that'll help the running game, obviously. Um, but I, I don't think in terms of the quarterback battle that the Steelers are really losing anything here. So to get the Steelers uh, plus one and a half at home, I, I love that. I, I think the Steelers can win this one outright. So I'll, I'll take the Steelers. Yeah, I'm kind of think, thinking the same way. The Steelers should probably be more likely to win this one outright. Um, yeah, you know, the, the only thing that's uh, making me stay off this game is uh, TJ Watt and just see how the Steelers team responds to it, especially against this Patriots team. You know, they they love to run it on the ground. They've got a tandem of running backs. Well, now Ty, Ty Montgomery's hurt. Uh, that, that takes one out of the option. But the Belichick will find a new guy to slide right into it. Um, but, you know, like you said, I, I'm not really confident at all in uh, Max Basm Jones. Um, especially with his back injury there. Um, and he's, he says he should be fine to play, but um, I was I do think Mitch is a better co- quarterback than he gets credit for. Um, he's actually in a good system as opposed to being with Nagy um, when he was did have the starting job, which uh, just seemed like a kiss of death for any offensive player. 
Um, so, you know, I, I like the Steelers here, but uh, I want to see how that defense responds because they did look really good against the Bengals this past week. They look good. Um, they made some big plays, especially early on, and that helped them pull off the win in overtime there. So, um, you know, um, I, I'd like the Steelers to win, but I'm not going to touch it this week. Yeah, I, I also like the Steelers' uh, money line outright. Um, th- this one's get this line surprised me. I, I don't know if there's a, a catch here. You know, based on last week, I don't. I'm not sure how the Steelers are getting points at home versus the Patriots. Um, but I think the my my biggest play for this game uh, is going to be the under forty and a half. Um, I know it's a low number. I believe it's the lowest of the week. Well, tied. Um, but yeah, I mean, the strengths of both these teams are both the defense and these are both run first teams. Uh, I think unless we have, you know, pick sixes or, um, you know, special teams or, you know, 70 plus yard touchdowns here, I, I, I don't, I don't see a bunch of sustained drive touchdown drives in this game for both teams. So I, I, I do like that under. Uh, but yeah, give me the give me the give me the home team getting the points here in a matchup that I think is going to be very close. Yeah, so uh, we're all liking the Steelers here. I think we were all pretty surprised uh, to see them as underdogs at home here. Um, but uh, you know, maybe maybe there's a little bit more faith in the Pats than uh, than we have in this room. Next game up, guys, we've got the uh, Indianapolis Colts heading into Jacksonville to take on the Jags, where the Jags are four-point underdogs at home with the over-under set at 47. Um, guys, I, I love the Jags here in this one. Um, you know, they, they fought back against the uh, the team last week and, and made that game close on the road, but, uh, you know, in coming back from that deficit kind of showed that, you know, they at least can be competitive. Um, so I think there's a lot to like there. Uh, kind of a rough game for ETN. Um, so we'll see if he can bounce back here uh, against this Colts defense. Going to want to keep an eye on if uh, Darius slash Shaq Leonard um, is going to play for the Colts here because obviously that's that's a big loss for the Colts if he can't go. But um, I don't know. To get four points here for the Jags at home, uh, I love that. I love the spread, um, I think that they can win this game outright. I'm not a fan of the Colts or, at all. Uh, I've been saying Matt Ryan's washed up for a few seasons now, and uh, you know they they couldn't beat a supposedly bad team uh, in the Texans last week, uh, and frankly they were lucky to tie. So um, I am I am of the belief here that the Jags can can win this one outright. But I will lock up Jags plus four. But it's a lot. No. Oh, I'm right there with you. I, I really like the Jags this week. Uh, to be getting more than a field goal here um, at home is a little surprising. The Colts, you know, they 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 were down what twenty to three in the fourth quarter. Um, ended up coming back and tying the game, but um, just a very unimpressive performance on the road. Um, and then you got another division battle here on the road. I, 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 I think Matt Ryan's going to be in for a long day uh, facing his pass rush. Um, Walker had a huge debut with the pick and a sack. Um, he looks like the real deal. Uh, I've been saying it. I said it last week. Uh, Jags D line is for real, um, and I think they're going to get after Matt Ryan, who's you know he 
he looks older than his age, and that's hard to be. Um, he, he's very immobile. Um, it's gonna this game's gonna have to be one hundred percent Jonathan Taylor and maybe a little bit Pittman because I I don't really know what other options they got. Um, Christian Kirk had a nice uh, opening performance for the Jags. Um, I think ETN bounces back from his drops. Uh, James Robinson coming off the Achilles looked great, unbelievable. Um, the opposite of Cam Akers. And, uh, yeah, I, I just love the Jags here at home. Uh, I'll take a money line. Yeah, I'm with you guys. I, I think that's a good play. I, I also really like the under. You know, I think you guys kind of hinted on this being a kind of more defensive battle, and I I'm absolutely agree with that one. Um, yeah, I I just feel with the Colts, you know, the blanking ship has sailed. Um, <laughs> you know, it, it it is a bad sign after week one to just straight up cut your kicker like that. I mean, I I don't think Blankenship was doing that bad. Was was he? No, I I I, I, I was shocked by that. That just seems like something else is going awry with that organization. I, so I want to stay away. I brought this up last week. Is Frank Reich a good coach? Yeah, he I, didn't appear to be one. I. I just don't know week. if he is. Like the Carson Wentz thing, he he brought him in. It wasn't like uh, that was his call. Yeah, it did not work. It was supposed to fit his system. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's uh, you know, and you know, you got Evan uh, quarterback quarterback killer Newberger over there. You know, always calling death's a quarterback you know i remember the og of philip rivers calling his demise before everybody else knew it big ben who else the big ben, big right? ben. yep yeah. i was thinking big ben you know calling matt ryan uh i think you're recently called matt stafford is that is that what this season the the quarterback you're killing off right now is stafford uh, i don't know that we're fully killing him off yet you know i can be wrong on this uh we did kind of have a very public uh incorrect uh, death ruling of Eli Manning. Uh, oh. years ago. <laughs> we we uh, went into MetLife as Bears fans for a road game, declaring Eli Manning's funeral, and, and the Bears promptly lost the game. To be fair, <laughs> Chase Daniel started that game. They did. But it was, uh... I mean, <laughs> it was not Eli's funeral. That is that is for sure, though. Um, but uh, but yeah yeah I I. Do not think Matt Ryan uh, is going to be this. People have been saying like, "Oh, the Colts—they got an upgrade this year uh, at the quarterback position because of Matt Ryan." I just—I don't see that. I don't feel that way at all. Um, I think they're taking a big step backwards. Um, I mean, once wasn't great for them either, but I just—I I don't think that uh, Matt Ryan is the answer to their prayers. So, is um, Jags are a team on the come up? I think the Colts are kind of starting their slide. Uh, so. We'll see. All right, guys. Uh, next game up, we've got the Carolina Panthers taking on the G-Men uh, in New York at the aforementioned MetLife Stadium. Uh, Giants are two-and-a-half-point favorites at home after a big come-from-behind win against the Titans. And uh, the over-under in this one is set at 43. Panthers had a tough loss to the Browns at home. Um, we'll start with Adam here. Adam, what are your thoughts? Uh, this uh, this one, I'm, I'm having a tough time here. I, I'm, I'm going to take the Panthers money line just because it's so close, but um, I think this one's going to be pretty close. 
I was I was pretty wrong on the Giants last week. I know for two and a half quarters it looked looked pretty bad, but they got they got the shit together. Um, Daniel Jones actually had a good game, really good second half um, after uh, his red zone interception. Saquon looked great, um, best he's looked I think in four years. Um, he really carried that team and what put the team on his back at the end, especially with that two point conversion. Um, on the other side, you know, I saw some good things out of the Panthers. Uh, you know, Robbie Anderson really had a nice game. Christian McCaffrey didn't didn't look great, but I'm not necessarily worried. I I just think these are two evenly matched teams, and I I think the Panthers have a slightly better defense. And I I think people are sort of sleeping on that Browns team. That's a very good team that they lost to, and they they took them right down to the wire. Uh, so uh, I, I'm probably not going to bet this one, but uh, give me give me the Panthers on the road here. Yeah, I think a lot a lot of people would be just looking at it, being like, "Oh, Kobe Brissett, how did he lose to him?" But you know, yeah, that that Browns team is good. That that defense is one of the most top five teams yeah. in fo- football right now. Um, you know, um, and not not to mention, you know, their their run game just always is solid um, and just opens everything else up in that offense. So, you know, why are we talking about the Browns right now? Let's talk about the Panthers. I like the Panthers to win this one here. I just I, I feel like that Giants win was kind of a fluke. Just Titans kind of shooting themselves in the foot right there. You know, they also had some massive injuries. Titans in that in that game that kind of hurt them. Um, but, uh, I, I'm not sold on the giants yet. Um, I'm not sold with the Panthers loss. So, you know, I, I think the Panthers are going to be able to come in and take care of business here. I, I do think they're still the better team. Um, if the giants do pull off the win here. Then yeah, I'm going to just re- have to reconsider what, how I think about the giants. But, uh, until then I think the Panthers are better and should take this one. <laughs> Yeah, I'm uh, I'm gonna go with the Giants here. Not feeling very confident in this one. Um, just uh, you know, have a little bit of concerns uh, from the Panthers. Although you guys hit it on the head. I mean, that Browns team is better than people think. But um, yeah, it's just uh, they they locked them up last week. I just think uh, you know, Giants being at home should should get a nice lift with their home opener. Um, you know, Baker seemed a little bit out of sync last week. I think maybe it takes a couple more weeks. I was just really impressed with uh, what I saw out of, uh, you know, the Giants coming back. And then their defense really, uh, once they settled in, uh, they really contained uh, the Titans and uh, handled the running game about as well as you can against Derrick Henry. And, and uh, you know, it was, was an impressive second-half performance for sure. And, I mean, Saquon, Saquon looked about as good last week as I've seen a running back look in the last 10 years. Um, he, he looked phenomenal. And I think we know he's got, he's got all the measurables, uh, to really kind of take the league over and be kind of a guy that, uh, like Derrick Henry, where you can ride him to the playoffs. Uh, we just haven't seen it yet because of injuries. And, um, I'm, based on what I saw last week, I'm kind of wondering if, if this might be the Giants' key to success is to just if if he has one of these seasons where he can just stay healthy and he can be like a two thousand all-purpose yards uh, kind of guy, uh, I think he could be up for a big season. Um, based on what I saw last week, just was crazy. Nobody they couldn't they couldn't bring him down, and it was just pure determination. Um, 
So, yeah, just really liked what I saw out of the Giants last week, uh, primarily in the second half. And uh, I think they can cover the two and a half at home if, if they come out with a similar game plan. So uh, I'll take the Giants here. Probably won't bet it, though. Um, one, one thing to add, um, last week, the one of the biggest successes for the Titans against the Giants was their backup running back, pass catcher, Dontrell Hilliard. Yeah. Um, Derrick Henry is not much of a pass catcher, but in this matchup, Chris McCaffrey is about the best there is uh, in the game at pass catching out of the backfield, so I expect him to have a huge game. Yeah, that's a, that's a very good point. I, I mean, I'm still not confident in this game whatsoever, but should be a good one. Yep. All right, guys, next up we've got a big divisional matchup in the NFC South. It's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers taking on the Saints. Saints are three-point home dogs in this one with the over-under set at 44-and-a-half. Um, guys, this should be, you know, pretty good game. These teams know each other well, and uh, Saints kind of the, one of the few teams that have had uh, Tom Brady's number uh, since uh, he's come to the Bucks. so it uh, should be interesting. Uh, Robbie, why don't you start this one off? Yeah, kind of go- going off that, um, yeah, the, the Saints um, – you know, it feels like they might be a little bit underrated in this matchup based on this line. Um, so I would lean Saints. I, I, I'm probably not touching this game. Um, but to, to me, the Buccaneers just didn't seem as dominant as they probably should have been against the Cowboys. Um, so maybe that's deterred me a little bit. Um, I know a lot of people are going to probably point to the Saints just barely coming back against the Falcons, who are projected to be the absolute worst team in the league this year. But... Um, you know, they, they had some grit, and you, you, you see that at times in um, divisional matchups, which I could see in this one too. You know, I could see a whole bunch of different scenarios. Um, you know, if, uh, if you know, Jameis lets it loose, you know, maybe maybe the Saints start pouring it on. I, I don't know, maybe Tom Brady starts to get it back um, on the other side of the ball. Um, you know, I... I think there's a, a lot going on in this game that I don't feel great, but I'll take the points with the Saints here. Yeah, I, I actually really love the Saints in this matchup. Um, what, five games for Tom Brady against the Saints so thus far. He's lost all four regular seasons, beat them one time in the playoffs uh, when it mattered. But uh, it's just a good matchup for him. Um, Donovan Smith, their I think, uh, right tackle, got injured last week against the Saints or against the Cowboys, I think he's probably doubtful to play this week. Um, yeah, I just think Saints are going to play bully ball with this Bucks team. Uh, they're one of the few teams that actually can. Um, they've done it in the past, and they got one of the biggest home field advantages. The uh, New Orleans is going to be hyped for this game. A uh, huge comeback win last week. Jameis, I think, had 50-some yards. Middle of the fourth quarter ended up with 250. <laughs> uh, somebody had it slip him some seafood uh timeout got him got him going but um yes i think it's a good matchup mike evans they they somehow figured out a formula to stop him over the last three four years uh marshawn Lattimore uh is great i I just think this this, everything screams that you know this is just a really tough matchup for the saints or for the bucks and yeah, I like I like the Saints here money line at home. I think they went out right, and I, this line's a little too high for me. Forty four and a half. I think it's an under. Um, 
you didn't see much out of the Bucks offense last week in the red zone, at least. And I, I think they're going to miss Godwin being hurt too. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm going to go for the saints here as well. Uh, like you said, Adam, I think, uh, though they didn't, uh, they didn't show it last week against the Falcons, really, uh, which might be a concern. I'll, I'll kind of chalk it up to maybe just uh, a one-week fluke. But, uh, you know, their D-line is one of the few that can kind of match up with the very strong offensive line of uh, the Tampa Bay Bucks, And I think that's why uh, they've had some success in the past uh, against this team is because, you know, they're able to win the kind of battle in the trench uh, where it matters and um, get pressure on Tom Brady, and it's really the key to playing Tom. If you can get early pressure in his face, uh, that's when he struggles the most, but he'll pick you apart if he's got time. Um, speaking of Tom, you know, a lot's been said in the offseason just about kind of stuff that's going on in his personal life. I don't, I'm not going to say that that had anything to do about it, but I will say he did not look very sharp on, um, on Sunday night, and uh, maybe he rebounds, but... Um, I think given that performance and maybe maybe he's still trying to get up to speed, I'm, I'm going to take the Saints uh, plus the three points here. Uh, just kind of the thought is I, I don't know that Tom's uh, at the top of his game just yet. And, um, you know, this is a team that's really played them well and matched up with them well in the past. So love them getting three points at home. Adam, you called it. I mean, that crowd's going to be going nuts. All right, next game up, guys. Uh, we've got the uh, Jets taking on the Browns. This game is in Cleveland, where the Browns are six-point favorites. Over/under is set at forty and a half. Um, guys, I, I, I'm going to take the Browns here. Uh, just thinking that uh, you know, we, we saw that uh, the Jets really couldn't do anything against uh, that Ravens defensive unit last week, and I, I think they're going to have an even harder time on the road here against the Browns, uh, a better defensive team. And, uh, you know, uh, Kobe Brissett able, able to move the ball enough uh, with that offense, and it seems that they've got a good kind of one-two punch going with Kareem Hunt and uh, and uh, Nick Chubb at the moment. Uh, both both those guys ate last week. Uh, looked good. Um and, uh, you know, that's another team. We talk about bully ball. Uh, they love to kind of win with uh, win the game in the trenches. So I, I think the Jets are going to get roughed up here, um, especially it looks like Flacco is going to be at the helm again. So uh, I'm taking the Browns here, minus six. Yeah, I'm all over the Browns in this matchup. Uh, six is a lot for a team. Jacoby Brissett is their quarterback, but I am more than willing to lay it here in this matchup. Last week, um, Joe Flacco threw the ball 59 times. Uh, you're not, you're never going to win with the Jets team with Joe Flacco when it throwing 59 times. Uh, they got, they got Walmart brand hunt and Chubb with Michael Carter and Bryce Hall with none of the O-line or the scheme to, to actually back it up. Um, yeah, I, 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 I think this Jets team is the worst team in the league. Um, nothing last week disproved. Prove that, um, yeah, defense is going to show up. The Jets secondary too. They let Duvernay and uh, you know a very average or below average passing attack from the Ravens tear them up. They didn't even run the ball that well last week with the Ravens. So um, I, 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 this is this is a bad matchup for the Jets on the road. Um, Browns might 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 blow the doors off them here. 
I like the under two forty and a half. I, I I don't think the Jets are getting a double digits. Yeah, I'm with you. I'll I'll take the points with uh, I'll take minus six with the Browns. Uh, yeah, I, I think this is just set up for them to uh, come in and just roll all over this Jets team. Um, uh, Jets team that yeah under, under Flacco might be missing a little bit of extra <laughs> to get that offense going and you, you know this this might do, I think we called it before this is going to be a struggling start for the Jets uh, you know I, I'm right there with you this this Browns team I don't think is going to have any issues um, come Sunday yeah I expect a dog pound uh to be riled up uh, Dude, for this game. Side note: They're going to be chopping the at the bit. The new logo, the Browns logo. I did not. Oh, you guys got to look this up. There's a new Browns Brownie logo. the Elf is their uh, their new logo. Uh, like a mascot? No, or? no, like the, the oh, logo oh, on the field. Nice. I, I have seen that like little character before. Um, yeah, they're going. They're going all in on them. Going full Keebler. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, yeah, that's like an AI-generated yeah, Browns yeah, logo. It looks, it looks pretty ridiculous. <laughs> Browns are going to Brown. Bigger grimace. <laughs> don't, don't talk about the Sean Watson. Talk about our freaky logo. Oh, yeah. Look at that. <laughs> oh. That is, a, that is a fierce brown right there. Okay. Brownie. That guy's got my hairline. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. That's a big logo. That thing spends like half the field. Jesus. Um, all right. Well, next game up, guys. We've got uh, this is this is an interesting one. Uh, Miami Dolphins heading into Baltimore to take on the Ravens. Both these teams coming off wins in Week One, where the Ravens now are three and a half point favorites at home. Over under in this one set at forty four and a half. Um, Robbie, why don't you start this one off? Oh yeah, this one's um this one's a tough one for me. Um, I th- I think this might end up being a pretty close game. Um, you you know I do like the the Ravens. Um, but uh they they had a couple uh, bad injuries, one on both sides of the ball. You know they they had uh Kyler Fuller uh, get hurt, and then um can't remember which tackle on offense for the Ravens, but that that's gonna definitely hurt. Um, you know there could be a chance that J.K. Dobbins gets back into the mix this week. Um, that's, uh, you know, it's too early to tell being Tuesday for us right now, but we'll, we'll figure that out more later on in the week. But I think this line kind of implies that he's going to be coming back and, but, uh, this Dolphins team definitely has shown some fight. Um, uh, you know, Tyreek Hill was a great addition and, you know, that just gets Jalen Waddle even more open on that offense. So, um, you know what? I'll do the first uh, on-air switch of the year. I'm gonna switch from the Ravens Ooh. to the Dolphins, and you know that means that's a kiss of death for the Dolphins. So bet on the Ravens. You know, I I, I had them when I first did this. I had the Ravens as my a confident pick, and I I just I took that off. I think I'm still gonna take the Ravens here. Um, I just remember this matchup last year. Um, in Miami, I think it was a Thursday night game where. The Dolphins just figured out some way to stop Lamar Jackson. It was, I think the Ravens scored three points or something. It was, it was the worst performance I've seen Lamar Jackson play uh, as a starter. Um, I, I I don't think they're nef- necessarily going to have that much success against them this week. Um, I actually think that both offenses sort of go off in this matchup. Um, a lot of firepower on both both sides. Yeah, do you know what, Robbie? 
I'm flipping too. Oh my god. I'm flipping oh, too. No. I, 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 it's like I, I like the Dolphins in this matchup. Like I said, I think they have the defensive speed to match up with this Ravens team. Um, they're pretty good in the secondary. Um, as long as they contain contain Lamar Jackson, don't let him get out of the pocket and beat him on the run game. I, I think they have success. And yeah, I mean, this Tua doesn't need to be MVP for this offense to be dynamic. Um, I think Chase Edmonds, Tyree Kill, Gusecki, Jalen Waddle, that's that's more than enough to be competitive in games even with adequate quarterback play. So yeah, I like the Dolphins here. I like the over forty four and a half and and I think this one's gonna be close. Still like I still think the Ravens win this one, but three and a half is a little bit too much for me, I think. Yeah, I'm I'm on the Dolphins, uh and I was on the Dolphins from the jump, so <laughs> take that for what it's worth. Before uh, it was cool. To yeah, before it was cool. Before. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I just think, uh, again, I don't know that the Dolphins are winning this game, but three and a half points seemed a lot. And uh, as Adam mentioned, uh, you know, the Dolphins had their number last year uh, when they played them in Miami. And uh, I, I don't know. I just think uh, I really liked what I saw the Dolphins last week. Um you know they got a couple big plays, but I mean that's that's gonna kind of be what I think their mo is. They got a lot of guys uh, that can uh, do damage, uh, you know, with the ball in their hands, and in terms of like yards after catch standpoint. And uh, I don't know. I I think uh, Dolphins can get a couple big plays, and I just I'm I'm not sold that this Ravens offense is is gonna be able to run away uh, from teams in a way that maybe we've seen them do in the past. Um, you know, there was a stat last year. I think it was like Lamar, Lamar and the Ravens at home had scored like at least twenty-seven, uh, or like at least twenty-four or something in in like every home game going back for like the last couple of years. Um, but uh, I I think that uh, I think the Dolphins at any rate I think the Dolphins will keep this game close. Uh, I I love them getting three and a half points here. I think if it dropped inside a three. Maybe I'd start to uh, lean towards the Ravens, but um, I just think they've got a pretty balanced attack and uh, uh, kind of a more balanced offense than the Ravens do. So uh, I'll, I'll go with the Dolphins here, plus three and a half. Uh, next up, guys, we've got the uh, Atlanta Falcons taking on the Rams. Rams are ten and a half point favorites at home here, uh, with the over/under set at forty-seven and a half. Falcons had kind of a a stronger than expected showing uh, at home last week against the Saints, whereas the Rams uh, fell flat on their face in the uh, opener of the season to the Bills. Uh, but, uh, you know, Bills are a very good team. Uh, with that in mind, guys, I- I'm going to go with the Falcons here. Uh, kind of liked what uh, Mariota had shown, uh, you know, at least to keep things kind of competitive. They looked a little bit better than I thought. And... Um, you know, at least for for three and a half quarters, uh, that Falcons defense uh, was able to hold their own. I don't know that they're going to be able to uh, do the same thing here on the road this week, flying cross country. I just think ten and a half points is a lot, and uh, definitely wasn't impressed with Matt Stafford. Probably not a game I'm going to actually be betting, but uh, you know. Adam, you mentioned this last week. Stafford did not look very good in the playoffs last year. Uh, didn't look good at the end of the regular season, and now uh, definitely an inauspicious start to week one. So uh, before I go laying 10.5 points on a team, I want to make sure that their quarterback still got it. 
Yeah, and I don't even think it's so much him. I I, I really think their O line took huge hits, uh, losing Corbett and Whitworth. They looked bad. I know that Bills D line is very good, but uh, they couldn't block anybody. And then you know, going back three four years with McVay, the, the run game has always been a strength for the Rams, and I don't see it this year. Um, you know, Daryl Henderson's their the next running back up. Uh, you know, he's fine, but not a game changer. And behind a below average O line, I'd, it's just going to be a lot of what we saw last Thursday, Cooper Cup show. Um, maybe a little bit of Allen Robinson. I think the pass game does a little bit better than they did last week. But yeah, this I didn't understand this line too much. Falcons look pretty good. Mariota, um, adequate uh, game manager, but 10 and a half. I, I, I know it's a long week, but. Uh, yeah, I'm taking the Falcons here to cover. I, I think that I think they run the ball. I have a good success running the ball. Cordero, Cordero, you know, you know, real big matchup. And I think Damian Damian Williams going to be back this week for them as well. Is he so. okay? Thought thought he might be out, but anyway, Cordero was getting the bulk of the the show. But Robbie, what do you think? Yeah, I'm, I I like the Falcons. I'm taking the points with the Falcons here. Um, Rams they haven't really impressed me, but I I, I think the you know, I, I did like what, just harping on what you guys saying, you know. I, I liked what I saw out of Mariota, um, you know, his bit, ability to use his legs um, when he needs to uh, is definitely uh, something they were missing when they had Matt Ryan uh, on the team. Um, so I, I think they could be very competent and be able to stay hang in games. Um, this is a team that I think is going to be grinded out a lot of games. And, you know, uh, I kind of said that about the, you know, maybe look for the Jets to – keep uh covering the spread but maybe it's the falcons that are actually the teams that are the team that's going to be scrappy and very underrated through the uh throughout the year that you're going to need to take the points with so you know i i like them this week uh i also like the under this week uh you know i'm not again i haven't been wasn't really too impressed with how matt stafford looked for the rams um you know i i i think we all we're, we're talking about talking during that Thursday night game in halftime, we're like, this Bills team is just going to take over the second half. And sure enough, you know, they did. Rams didn't show anything um, on it. But, um, you know, this Rams defense, it, it is to say, you know, they they are a pretty still a solid unit. And I don't think the Falcons are going to be putting up a whole lot of points. But um, 47 and a half seems a little high for me. So I like the under in this one, too. All right, uh, we'll see. Uh, all of us on a very shaky Falcons team. This this could spell disaster, but uh, always does. We'll we'll wait and see. Um, yeah, <laughs> bad team going cross country, and we're all <laughs> <laughs> ride. Uh, all right, next game up, guys. We've is got it, is uh, that an afternoon game? Because that would depend yeah, on. Oh boy, yeah, oh, you got to no. think out west. Oh man. no. That's, <laughs> We've already spotted the downfall. Uh-oh. I'm just gonna go through the next uh, what seven lines. Ten and a half Rams favored. Forty Niners are eight and a half. Cowboys are five and a half point dogs. Seven Raiders, and a half. Yeah, seven and a half. Raiders are five and a half point favorites. Broncos nine and a half favorites. Packers ten favorites. Bills ten favorites. So there is not a close game in sight after the noon games until the second Monday night game this week. Crazy. Yeah, I forgot that there's two Monday night games. Uh, that is weird. I don't know why they're doing that. Um, but at any rate, uh, 
As Adam alluded to, our next game up, we've got the uh, Seahawks taking on the Niners. Niners are at home in this one, uh, and they are eight and a half point favorites with the over/under set at forty-two and a half. Um, you know, Niners got their ass kicked by the Chicago Bears uh, mm-hmm. on the road. Couldn't handle the elements. Soft ass California team, uh, and uh, the, you know now they're they're facing the juggernaut of the Seahawks. Uh, Beat beat their their old quarterback, uh, you know, made him look made him look bad. Uh, you know, the Seahawks team riding high with Geno Smith. I, I don't know, guys. Eight and a half feels like a lock. Uh, Robbie, what do you think? Yeah, I, I feel like that's way too many points, especially for a divisional game. Two teams that know each other, played with each other. You know, Geno actually had quite a bit of experience with the Seahawks team, and you know, it seems like Trey Lance is still a little fresh. It's kind of surprising to me they're getting eight and a half points here um but uh something feels a little dicey about this um so i'm probably gonna just stay off um you know this the seahawks defense actually to me was what i thought was most impressive you know they looked very lackluster all of last year but they showed up to play um i guess the the big thing for me is uh, whether that seahawks win that we saw against the broncos was more so them um, knowing Russell Wilson and their tendencies and how to exploit exploit it versus if they're actually formidable defense. So I, this is one that I'm going to just watch and try to uh, take it in and uh, actually uh, figure out who the, the Seahawks team is and especially this Niners team too. You know, you, you can't really take much into account from that swampy game in Soldier Field this past weekend um, that the rain just turned up and so did the slip and slide abilities of Justin Fields. So um, it, this is going to be an interesting one for sure, but I don't think it's worth meriting an eight-and-a-half-point difference. Yeah, I'm with you guys. I I, I like the Seahawks here getting eight-and-a-half. Um, you know, this might be a theme for the year, but I, I just the Seahawks team might not win a lot of games, but I think they're going to keep a lot of games close and cover a lot of lines for their big dogs. Um in this case, I know they're on the road, but, um, yeah, I mean, their defense, not a lot of names you recognize. Jamal Adams, he's likely out for the year, which is going to hurt. But um, Pete Carroll, you know, he's still got it. He's coaching them up. And, it, you know, they, they just need to play adequate defense. I think their offense, you know, they got playmakers. They got um, Rashad Penny, um, Kenneth Walker's coming back and playing this week, uh, DK Metcalf. Tyler Lockett, Disley, Noah Fant. You know, they, they got some actual playmakers on Three other tight ends. Yeah, that, I, I, I show up. people are underrating this offense just because Geno Smith's the quarterback when, you know, it's 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 not dissimilar from the situation in Miami with Tua where you, you got a lot of playmakers around them. But uh, at any rate, I, I just think that this 49ers D, or offense probably has a little bit of a rebound. I, I think they play better, but... Um, yeah, I, I, like you said, Robbie, this is a good gauge for both these teams because um, with the emotions week one with the Seahawks, with Russ coming back, and then the weather with the 49ers against the Bears, it was tough to sort of see who those teams really are. But, um, yeah, inner division, give me the the team getting eight and a half points. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm taking the Seahawks with the uh, eight and a half points here, but I, I fully expect the Niners to win this game at the same time. Uh, you know, Bears struggled to run the ball uh, between the tackles and, you know, Rashad Penny 
had uh, had some success, especially in the first half last night, um, running the ball. And I just I don't know uh, that he's going to see that same kind of success. I think more could fall on Geno Smith's shoulders, and um, you know it might be tough against this uh, Niners defensive front uh, to to kind of keep up uh, that kind of level of high play. But as Adam mentioned, uh, they do have a lot of playmakers. I just think uh, again here. You know, Trey Lance, I thought he looked a little bit better than I think people are giving him credit for, uh, especially in the first half. I think he, he, he definitely outplayed Fields in the first half. But, uh, you know, he he showed some good ability, good good ability to read the field, knew when to take off and run and, and kind of use his legs uh, uh, as a weapon for himself. So I, I think uh, Trey Lance will be fine. But, uh, you know, at this point still unproven. And uh, last week, getting seven points and then this week uh eight and a half on the road for an unproven quarterback it's just just too many points to lay before uh before we physically see that he can he can lead this team to dominating wins so uh give me the seahawks all right next up guys uh we've got the uh Bengals taking on the cowboys uh cowboys are seven and a half point underdogs uh at this one in dallas uh with the over under set at 43 uh, this game definitely was a lot more to look forward to before uh, Dak broke his hand, but uh, then again, the Cowboys looked bad with him in there anyway, so uh, we'll see. But, uh, Adam, I'll have you start this one off as our Cowboys expert. Ah, oh, man. Uh, yeah, tough to see that with Dak. Um, I, I, I'm I going to take him here five and a half. Um, it, right now it's Cooper Rush. Um, there's been rumors with Jimmy G possibly getting traded to them. Um, I think that would be a good match. That'd be, uh, that'd be good. Damn. Yeah, I think Mike Mike McCarthy will need that for his job to be saved, at least for the you know the remainder of this year. But in this matchup, uh, Bengals, I, I I didn't like what I saw uh, on the on the defensive side. Um, their O line was supposed to be improved, um, but yet it's gave up all seven sacks against the Steelers. I know a lot of a lot of that's JJ or TJ Watt, and they have a good front seven but um sort of the cowboys uh i think parsons has another huge game like he had uh, on sunday night and you know i don't think they're gonna win this game but i think they keep it within a touchdown here at home um maybe they lean more on the run i, I thought they were actually able to run the ball pretty decently they didn't stick with it um and you know a lot of people had pretty bad games for the cowboys um i don't i don't think C.D. Lamb's going to drop as many balls as he did. and I think he was two catches on 11 targets. Uh, I, I don't see that happening. And I, I think that Bucks, Bucks defense is a little bit better than this Bengals defense. So I think they have just enough success to um, make this game somewhat close and, and cover the five and a half. But um, I, I, to be honest, yeah, I, I, I do like the under 43. Um, yeah, I, I I just I don't see a lot of points getting scored in this game based on uh, game flow. Uh, even even the Bengals are probably going to ride Joe Mixon um, for 25, 30 carries. So I yeah, I, just, I think there's going to be a lot of running the ball um, and I, lower scoring, and I think that probably favors the Cowboys to keep this one. Are you touchdown? Are you seeing a different line at five and a half somewhere? Because we we're, I think we got it listed at seven and a half. 
Yeah, I, I, I don't know why I'm saying five and a half. Okay, seven yeah, it's seven and a half. Yeah. Okay. I'm probably I think you're wanting to take an alt line of five you, you and a half for the Cowboys, huh? Yeah, well, <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah, if it's anything below a touchdown, I'm, I'm taking the Bengals. Yeah, I, uh, I, I don't feel great about this one, uh, Adam. I mean, you kind of called it uh, that Bengals O-line was a mess last year, and although they made a bunch of changes, it uh, looks like, same problems still kind of persist. Um, and the Cowboys have a very good defensive line as well, uh, much like the Steelers do. Uh, fully expect the Bengals to win this game, uh, you know, with, with Dak out. But, uh, again, I, you know, I don't know. Seven and a half points is, is a bit a lot. Um, I'm going to go with the Bengals here. Probably not going to bet it, though. Uh, they should be able to cover this with a backup quarterback in for Dallas. But, uh you know that those offensive line issues kind of had me a little bit worried about the Bengals, so I'll I'll take the Bengals, but probably avoiding it. Yep, um, I'm with you. I'm probably avoiding this one. Uh, these are actually two teams I kind of faded faded coming into the season. You know, Bengals because of the Super Bowl hangover, uh, Cowboys mostly because of Tyron Smith getting hurt before the season even started, and now it's looking even worse for them. Um, so yeah, the seven and a half. Uh, Man, I could see it either way. I could see the Bengals being able to come out and playing. You know that this offense um, still's got the, still got some firepower to them. Um, even though maybe they're gonna be missing T Higgins on that side of the ball, um, I, I definitely trust this Bengals offense a lot more than this Cowboys offense. But um, at the same time, you know that the, it looked like they came out very flat uh, this past Sunday. So um, I could see the Cowboys being able to hang in. T- in it, especially if Cooper rushed, um, you know, he, he, he's got something that maybe he wants to prove. So, um, you know, this is, uh, this is a game that I'm going to just, uh, watch and figure out what these teams are all about, uh, moving forward. So this is a pass for me. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to side with the Bengals minus seven and a half, but I don't feel good about it whatsoever. All right. Should be, uh, an interesting, Kind of set up for the Cowboys. We'll see if they're able to salvage anything from this first half of the season uh, without Dak. But uh, things don't look good. Next up, we've got the uh, Arizona Cardinals looking to rebound after a tough game against the Chiefs. They head to Las Vegas to take on the Raiders, where the Raiders are 5.5-point favorites with the over-under set at 52 right now. Um, Guys, I like the Raiders in this one. I know... uh, they had a kind of a tough showing against the Chargers last week. Uh, Chargers defense looked pretty good, and they were able to keep uh, Carr in check. But uh, I, I expect a bit of a rebound here from the Raiders. I think they're going to uh, win this game, and uh, I think they'll really exploit some of the defensive woes we saw from the Cardinals. That, that was the biggest concern for me was just how bad the Cardinals defense looked. Um and, and somebody agrees, but uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm I'm a big fan of the uh, the Raiders in this one. I just think that offensively, this will kind of be a breakout for them, and um, I I just think yeah, still just too many injuries on the offensive side of the ball, too many people missing for the Cardinals uh, for them to really be able to rely on their defense to keep them in games uh, at this point. So give me the Raiders minus five and a half. Oh yeah. Um... This this one's a tough one for me, but yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Uh, you know, it feels gross to back the Raiders. Um, you know, they 
Their defense uh, doesn't look so great, but, uh, you know, they're, they're able to move the ball on offense. Cardinals just looked absolutely checked out this past week. you you got to imagine they're going to bounce back, um, but um, I'm not really feeling very confident in their ability to do so. Um, they just look like they're just too beat up to start the season and not up for it whatsoever So right now, so... Oh, man, I'm going to just reluctantly side on the Raiders in this one here. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm not feeling confidence either, but I, I will take the Raiders here. I, I, last week it was a five-point game, and it was with three interceptions from uh, Carr. Uh, I think he plays better at home. I think they get the run game going a little bit. Uh, I think Josh Jacobs had a fine game, but they didn't really run him too much because they were down um, – yeah, revenge game here for Chandler Jones. Um, yeah, I, I, it's hard to it's hard to back the Cardinals after what you saw last week. I think they maybe get Rondell Moore back, but um, they're going to need probably a little bit more help from him. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't feel great. I think that if this was you know seven points, I'd probably take the Cards, but uh, I think it's a pretty good line. Pretty good line, um, likely a stay off game for me. Yeah, I don't think uh, second-year kind of gadget slot wide receiver is going to make up for uh, all the deficiencies we saw last week against the uh, the Chiefs. I don't, I don't think Rondell Moore is, is going to make the difference. That, I mean, they, they looked bad last week, so... Um, yeah, Cliff. Cliff might be out of a job. He might. He might give Bro Sala a run for your money. You might want to hedge that one at him. But uh, we'll see. Uh, next game up, we've got uh, the Houston Texans taking on the Broncos. Uh, this game is in Denver, where the Broncos are nine and a half point favorites. Over under in this one set at forty five and a half. Um, Texans looked pretty good last weekend. Uh, you know, at home against the Colts, uh, I think surprised a lot of people. Uh, didn't surprise us, though. We were all over the Texans. Um, and then the Broncos uh, really kind of gave that game away and, uh, you know, multiple turnovers in the red zone and uh, some questionable clock management uh, has them sitting at 0-1. Uh, but 9.5, quite a bit to cover. Uh, Adam, I'll uh, send it over to you. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I, I like the Broncos here. I, there's been pretty good statistics for the last decade on the Broncos uh, overperforming in September home games. Um, I think that's going to be m- much more the case this week. Uh, the f- fans are going to be excited uh, with uh, Russell Wilson, first action at home. Uh, they, they, in all honesty, should have won by probably – a touchdown last week um they had the two goal line fumbles uh the botched job at the end they, they were able to move the ball all game against the seahawks just didn't break their way um yeah i, I like i like them to cover the nine and a half here I, I, davis mills uh looked very good again or he looked okay but uh might struggle on the road here and i, I just don't know if the texans have the firepower or the defense to hold this Broncos offense in check. And I, I think this is a get-right game for a Broncos team in, in, in desperate need of a win after last week's debacle. Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely agree with the Broncos coming out and pulling off the victory here. Um, I, I think this is a lot of points for the Texans right now, uh, and I'm borderline picking 
deciding whether I want to take the points with them. Right now I'm staying off uh, just because you, you could see Russell Wilson in his new home at Mile Highs maybe uh, just have a big bounce-back game to show new fans exactly who he is. Um, but this this Texans team is going to be tough all year. Um, I think they're, they're going to be a, a very formidable defense, and, you know, uh, they may not have the – most lights out offense, but you know, I, I think they'd be able to keep with some games. So, um, you know, I'm going to take the points with the Texans, but I don't feel great about it. Yeah, Robbie, I'm, I'm going to back you up, uh, taking the Texans with the points here, but, uh, at the same token, uh, you know, Adam called it out. Davis Mills hasn't really, uh, had some strong road performances yet. And I think, uh, you know, there's potential for him to struggle here. And uh, history says that uh, teams struggle to kind of travel to Denver early in the season, kind of with uh, the heat and the elevation kind of combining to make things uh, tough uh, on opposing teams. So uh, that said, uh, I'll, I'll take the Texans plus the points, but I, I'm, I'm not confident enough to bet this. Uh, this is a stay away game for me. All right, next up, guys, we've got the uh, the Bears taking on the Packers in Sunday Night Football. The Packers are 10-point favorites in this one uh, in Lambeau with the over-under set at 43. Packers, of course, uh, lost big to the Vikings last week on the road, and uh, the Bears got a big home win against the Niners. Uh, so uh, with that being said, guys, um, I'm taking the Bears here. Just, uh, you know, Packers looked pretty discombobulated on offense last week, and, and their defense was uh, very disappointing. I just don't know that uh, their offense is in sync yet, and it appears that their offensive line is is still going to be without some uh, some key players. Uh, Bakhtiari at least uh, isn't ready to come back yet. So uh, I think the Bears got a lot going for them. They're, they're pretty healthy going into week two. And, uh, you know, riding high off a win, I, I don't know that they'll win this game on the road in prime time against the Pack, but I do think that they're able to keep it close. Uh, liked a lot of what I saw out of the Bears' defense. Um, you know, they have some young players in the secondary, uh, Kyler Gordon and uh, Jaquan Brisker, that both uh, looked strong. Uh, and uh, they'll be up against, uh, they'll be put to the test against Aaron Rodgers, but, uh, you know, a lot's been said about uh, the lack of the playmaking ability of some of these guys on the outside and uh you know we saw it last week with guys dropping wide open touchdown passes um so I, it's it's a lot to correct in in a week for the packers I, I just don't know if they they get it all right and 10 points is a lot to cover so give me the bears plus 10 yeah i'm with you this this line uh, I, I was kind of surprised bears are that much dog so i will be taking 10 points with the Bears um, reluctantly because this just seems like a in typical Bears fashion would be a game where the Packers would just come off, come out and just tee off against this Bears team. But like you said, uh, this, this Packers team, I think is going to have to go through a lot of growing pains to start this season because, you know, uh, Rogers never does well with rookies and he's got a whole cast of them. Um, and then uh, alongside that, he's got a bunch of, uh, what, a little some older usually hurt veterans too and Sammy Watkins and Alan Lazard not to mention Robert Tunyon who's kind of coming back from an ACL injury um and then it, you mentioned a lot about 
Bears defensive side, but the Packers defensive side just did not look good whatsoever. I mean, I didn't have high hopes for them coming into the season, but they didn't look great whatsoever. That Vikings team was just able to run up on them. I, I think the Bears are going to be able to at least compete in Lambeau this week, um, but I'm not entirely expecting them to win this one. Yeah, one of the more promising things uh, in general from last week was just the ability for a Bears head coach to make adjustments in the middle of a game. Uh, we haven't seen that in probably a decade, uh, especially not under Matt Nagy. But, um, yeah, they, I mean, they didn't look good in the first half uh, on offense, but they made some tweaks, sort of got uh, Justin Fields in a little bit more play action um, or out of the pocket where he can make uh, – sort of decisions where he's not not pressed for time and can use his legs. Um, you know, I, I think the key for this one in the Bears is going to be the ability to stop the run. Um, I think their their secondary is revamped, and I, I they should have one of the better secondaries in the league this year. Um, still questions about their run defense. Hard to tell from last week if they're going to be that good. Um, and I, I think the Packers, without some of their playmakers and um, – I, I think they're going to have to lean on their duo of Aaron Jones and, and A.J. Dillon, and that could, that's got to be the route to success for this win. Um, you know, I, I think I think 43, a little low for this game. I, I expect the, the Bears to put up maybe 15, Packers 24. Uh, I, I, I'm not – I'm going to take the, the Bears to cover here, but I'm not super confident and – don't know if I'll bet it just because I, I do expect a bounce back performance in the pack. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, they, they, they didn't have a lot going their way. Um, they, they had a the drop touchdown while, and then they had uh, the goal line stand. They, that game should have probably been a little closer than 20 to seven, but uh, in any event, I, I, I think they win. I think the bears covered the 10 points and I think it probably goes over 43. Yeah, we'll see. Um, you know, I, I think uh, I think this would be a tough game for the Bears to win. Uh, you know, but uh, Packers are far from uh, far from perfect at the moment, so ten points just just seems like a lot. But uh, we'll see. Should be a good game on uh, Sunday Night Football. So hopefully, um, contrary to kind of recent results, uh, we get a close game here. Next up. Uh, Game one of two on Monday Night Football. We've got the uh, Buffalo Bills hosting the Tennessee Titans. Uh, Bills are 10-point favorites at home here with the over-under set at 49.5. Bills, of course, beat the Rams week one uh, handily on the road. And the Titans uh, blew a lead at home to the Giants. Uh, So you know they'll be coming out hungry. But, uh, Adam, uh, I'll turn this one over to you. What are your thoughts? Yeah, uh, I love the Bills this week, uh, even laying 10 points, and it's, that's going to be my lock of the week. But it's a lock! No! Uh, I think the Bills got a lot of things going for them in this matchup. Uh, Wonder Home, they got probably right now uh, the most ruckus fan base in, in the entire country. Um, they, they think they showed that pretty much taking over SoFi last Thursday and, and having home field advantage causing the Rams that go silent out in their own stadium, uh, they're going to be fired up. They had the long week, so um, a little bit more rest than the Titans. And I, I think it matters that the last two mat- time these two teams matched up, the Titans have actually come in and win um, as underdogs. So I don't think anybody's going to be taking them lightly going into this week. 
Um, and those Titans teams of the past, you know, they were they were run dominant teams with a very good old line, and they were sort of able to play bully ball with this Bills team. And I just don't think that's going to be the case this matchup. Um, Bills D line is much more improved. Titans O line is uh, a lot lot less less impressive as it was in the last pre- previous matchup. So. Uh, it, I think Bills get up early, and Titans aren't the team to uh, you know, play catch up with some of their passing game struggles. And it's, it's, you're asking a lot out of Traylon Burks, uh, Phillips, and Woods, their their wide receiving core to keep up with this Bills passing attack. So I I, I know ten's a lot, but I am very very comfortable laying ten points here. Uh, I think the Bills sort of wipe the floor of the Titans on Monday Night Football. Yeah, I agree. Um, I just think that this is a, a good matchup for the Bills. And, uh, you know, in previous seasons, uh, I think the Titans with A.J. Brown and uh, going back to when they had Corey Davis, they were, uh, and even Johnny Smith, they were kind of more uh, equipped to keep up kind of in a high-scoring type game. But as Adam alluded to, uh, you know, a lot of the, those weapons are now gone, and you're you're leaning uh, heavily on rookies and the likes of Robert Woods and uh, Austin Hooper at this point to kind of carry the load. I just I don't think that they're equipped or they're built to uh, be a team to keep up in kind of a high scoring game. I think they're they're more equipped to uh, get up early and, and run the ball with Derrick Henry and kind of lean on the run to try to eat up the clock. But um, I I just can't see them. Uh, being able to control the game that way uh, this week against the Bills. I think the Bills get up early, and, and they just they keep their foot on the gas pedal and, and run away from them in this one. So, uh, as you said, Adam, 10's a lot, but I, I think they can do it. So, give me Bills minus 10. Yeah, not sure what else to add to this one um, besides Titans losing uh, two key defensive players um, on Sunday. Uh that uh, you know, that's gonna even hurt them even more. That defense it wasn't great really to begin with. Um, so this just screams to me: Bills are gonna just go nuts <laughs> this Monday night. So um, I'm very much with you guys. Give, Bills are gonna win by at least ten points. Yeah, I mean last last week Bills won by what twenty one, and it it could have been a lot worse. Yeah. Yep. All right, next up, guys, final game of the week and maybe the most intriguing on the schedule here. Uh, Vikings uh, taking on the Eagles. This game is in Philadelphia where the Eagles are two-point favorites. Over-under set at 51.5. Robbie, why don't you start this one off? Yeah, this is um, two teams that uh, both impressed me this past week. Uh, You know, Vikings, they're they're able to really handle this Packers team um, at home. And Eagles, uh, you know, there's been so much hype building around them about all these offseason acquisitions they've made on both offense and defensive side of the ball. And uh, the, the big question to me was how it actually translated the field. Um, and, you know, it looked pretty good to me. Um, so, you know, I really like the Eagles here at home to continue that winning streak and to and end up uh, starting off 2-0 and here, um, getting themselves a big lead in this NFC East. Um you know, I'm still not entirely convinced about the Vikings defense. Yeah, they held Rodgers to seven points, but how much of that was really the Vikings' defensive uh, efforts as compared to the, the Packers just dropping the ball there? Um, you know, it, it, it felt like it was more that 
the Packers shooting themselves in the foot that made the Vikings defense look good over anything. So I, I really like the Eagles minus two here. I, I think they're going to handle business in Philly. Yeah, I think this is the game I'm most excited to watch. Um, I It's going to be a good gauge to see if both these teams are for real. Um, you know, I, I with this this line at Eagles 2, um, I mean, they're going to have a home field advantage. Um, the late Monday game, Philly's going to be fired up. Um, you know, I with that, I don't think that the Vikings are a better team on a neutral playing field, so I'm going to take the Eagles um, giving up the two points. I, I think they're probably a better team than the Vikings. Um, I, I like their defense better, even though they, they did not perform well uh, against the Lions, but I, th- I think that might be a one-off. Uh, I, 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 this is going to be a fun one to watch. I, I, I probably won't bet this one. Uh, I think it's going to be close. Um, I could sort of see either side of this, but um, give me the Eagles. Yeah, I'm uh I'm I'm similar to your guys. I I don't know that I'll I'll be betting this. Um, yeah, I was actually kind of leaning Vikings on this one until I remembered uh one very important fact: primetime Kirk Cousins oh, never yeah. disappoints. Never disappoints. So, Slam it. So I I shifted back over to the Eagles, but uh, in in all reality, you know I think. The streak kind of ended with that. I think at the end of last year, Kirk Cousins won a primetime game. Um, so uh, he can do it. But uh, I, I think these two teams are pretty equal. Uh, I expect this game to be close. Uh, I think it can get, go either way. I, um, I'm probably staying off this one, and I'll, and I'll just enjoy it. I don't, I don't know that this is the moneymaker game. Um, 51 and a half. You know, um, we kind of saw it from... At times last year, I, there were games where the Vikings had breakout performances at home, and then they'd score, you know, thirteen points the next week on the road. So, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not sure if they're this offensive juggernaut that's going to be able to spread the field and move the ball, or if uh, they're going to kind of be a Jekyll and Hyde offense. So, I think I need a little bit more information on them. And as for the Eagles, uh, I mean, you guys are right. Uh, I mean, their defense on paper should be a little bit better than what they did against the Lions, but, uh, you know, as, as they kind of turtled up um, and uh, tried to protect the lead last week, they, they let the Lions right back in the game. So um, need to see a little bit more out of them before I can uh, confidently uh, say that, uh, you know, they're going to be a strong unit. So I think for me, I'll lean Eagles here, uh, but uh, probably avoiding it. But this is definitely one of the better games on the slate. All right, guys, uh, just a quick recap then of our lead pipe locks. So, uh, Adam, you had Bills uh, minus 10 at home against the Titans on Monday Night Football. Robbie going with Lions minus 2.5 against the uh, Washington football team, and they are at home in Detroit. And then I'm taking the Jaguars plus 4 against the Colts at home. Um. No power parlay this week, uh, guys. Let's let's talk about a uh, a podcast parlay for us. Um, a couple things we're all on. Uh, we we all are on the under for Chargers Chiefs fifty four uh, and a half. Uh, looks like we're all on the Jaguars and we're all on the Bills, um, all on the Browns as well. All on the Dolphins, all on the Seahawks, all on the Falcons. So we've got Saints. some options here, guys. Raiders. I, uh, I, 
I really like the Jags more than I'm thinking about it. Um, Hot take, Jags money line? I'd be in. I'd be in. Well, yeah, we, try, one thing we didn't mention you. about that matchup is, you know, this was the matchup week 18 last year, and I, I think, I mean, Jags at home whooped them. It's going to be tough for them. Colts coming going down to Jacksonville playing in the heat, and I, I think last year's Colts team is probably better than this year's Colts team. So, um, I, I, yeah, I like them outright. I'm fine doing a Jags money line. Yes. Let's do it. Get a little juice. Okay. Make up last try week. To, try to make up for last yeah. week. That's one. Um I I would I, I like the Browns. I think they should be able to cover the six. I I, I would lean on that defense. Um okay, I like that one. I like that too. Let's do it. Okay, so we got the Browns in there. Uh and then we're all confident on the Bills. I'm good with the Bills. Roll roll in Monday night? Absolutely. So Bills minus ten, Browns minus six, and then Jags money line. Yeah. Sounds good. To oh me. yeah. Lock it in. Okay. Putting it in wager stream right now. Wager stream. Get it. <laughs> All right. And then uh yeah, we, we blew the eliminator last week, so uh we're done with that. But <laughs> should have gone Ravens. <laughs> We I th- about that. <laughs> I think uh I think if we had to suggest one uh for this week I I think you know there's there's a couple good options Rams minus 10 and a half at home uh I mean they should come out with a victory uh Bills at home I mean obviously we we really like that Broncos at home against the Texans uh Browns, Browns at home yeah there's there's some good options so Yeah did Ravens last week, and so I'm between Broncos and Browns. I'm, I'm probably leaning Browns. I, I I feel like they've got to win that. Yeah, and I might take the Bills. All right, uh, guys, so that'll do it for our Week 2 episode. Appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, we will be back uh, next week uh, recapping our performance here. Hopefully we've got uh, stories to tell about all the money we won you. But uh, until then, thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next week.